Hello, and welcome to It's Probably Fine, the podcast. My name is Crystal Lagana, and joining me, as always, Alex Mills. Hello, mate. How are you, buddy? That was, you, you're fired up. I like it. I am, yeah. Excellent. I'm ready to chat with you, mate. Great. Why not, eh? We love, we love a bit of chat. It's not like uh, the novelty hasn't worn off after all these years. It has, that is true. Years. <laughs> years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to put a bit of a spice back into this old It's marriage. not like just before we recorded, you said, I've said all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I feel like I have. Nah, there's plenty more gold. Is there? Yeah. Well, tell well, let's tell see us how. about your podiatrist. Stay <laughs> 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 to see if there is more things. <laughs> well, I have a rip snorter to get us underway, mate. Underused, um, underused Australian word. Underused Australian word. Yeah. No, I actually, it's in the form of a question, and then, I'll, and then I'm going to fill you in on my experience. Before you do that, can and you just, because you said rip snorter there, that's an Australia word. Can you explain to me the phrase hanging shit? Where does that come from? Like oh, hang hanging shit. shit on someone, yeah. hanging shit on that thing, hanging shit on yeah. that person. Could I explain to you the the etymology? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Good chat. You, you giving uh, something shit? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Hanging shit on something? No, never thought about it. It is weird, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. A lot of um, imagery conjures up like the use of a pin. Yeah. Which. Yeah, obviously would be quite ineffectual. Difficult to nail down, isn't it? Yeah. How does one hang shit? Drape? Yeah. Do you drape? <laughs> drape shit. Do you drape shit? I don't know. <laughs> right, from now on, you have to change it. To dra- <laughs> uh, draping shit on him. Draping shit on things. Well, allow me to drape shit on something. <laughs> on uh, on a thing. I, I've i taken... Because you know me, mate. I'm no, I'm no nonsense. Is that fair to say? <laughs> what? You are 95% nonsense. I've taken a look at something that everybody, everybody's... <laughs> no, no. You're the opposite of no nonsense. Do you know, um, a little while ago, I think it was... There's a couple of things. I'm trying to remember what the other one was. But Internet Circle Jerks. And I talked about like bacon. And I said, bacon is good. And I certainly was a fan of bacon. But I feel like it got out of control. I feel like, I feel like the meme overlapped the, yep, yep. the actual quanti- and, yeah. quality of bacon itself. Yeah. Um, this isn't quite internet circle jerk levels, but I want to hold a mirror up to society and just check. I just want to check in. And you, as a man of the people, you're, the, you're you can be the, their spokesperson. What's what's going on with foe or fur? Yeah, I. It's not. I just feel like it ever, it's everyone's favorite thing. And I gotta I f- say, I feel like it was about five years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's. I feel like yeah, exactly right. Yeah, T- tell me why. It's delicious. It's, what? It's delicious. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that I'm trying, and it's everyone. It like it's everyone's favorite thing. And so I. So what's think, your problem with it? You don't like the taste of it. Well, no. What I just like no. I mean, I can, I can, I can crumble a vegetable stock cube in some boiling water as well. Oh, come and on. I put some bean curd in there. That's disrespectful to an uh, an ancient dish from sophisticated peoples. Which which people? Vietnam. Yeah, good. You got it. Um, I didn't think I'd catch out on that, but just in case, the way you were the way you were t- taking time to spit your words out there. On the flip side, um, it's, and, I can have a sandwich for dinner now. Ridiculously disrespectful to say I can crumble a stock cuban. Like that's what they're doing. Like they're in the back with just a big packet of oxo. It, the, the way to create a stock that is full of flavour, yeah, is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. 
And each foe place you go to is different based on how they do that stock, which is probably a recipe that's been handed down right. from their grandmas of this is how you make it. They've been boiling down bones and all sorts of shit to come with that. Anyone can just stumble, crumble a stock cube in. <laughs> that was like a, a right-wing commentator who's just going, what's the fuss with all this Vietnamese shit? Anyone can just crumble a stock. Like, um, I've decided, I don't know what they do to actually make that, but I've decided no. that this is what they do. You're right. I did ask for a defence and that was a good one. So I applaud you there. Good yeah. defence. Um, I was being a little bit facetious when I said crumble a stock cube. But what I will... I'm, un, I'm unashamedly going out there to say it's overrated. It's not though. I keep tasting it going, I don't, I don't get the appeal. Big, big depth. It doesn't taste good. Big depth of rich flavours from the stock. And then you've got like freshness on top. So fresh chilies, lime. It just doesn't taste the good. The contrast between the two of those. Yeah. It's just in not, your mouth. It doesn't taste good. Are you... Uh, but you're not having beef in it, are you? No. Yeah, that, that might be the problem. Maybe. It's I'm just saying. It's a I'm just saying. Soup. I keep thinking, oh yeah, I've had a bad foe. I've had a bad foe, and then I've just realised it's the problem's not me. It's foe. No, well, you're. In, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get behind this one. One bit. It's delicious, um, and it costs like ten dollars, and you go and have this big, hearty, delicious meal that's probably not that bad for you. Although just, I do feel it is very salty. I'm sure it's salty, <laughs> but it just doesn't taste good. I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it just tastes... Where are you going for this fur? <laughs> I don't know. Places. Places. Vietnamese places. But you're the sort of person that goes... I don't go to rolled. Yeah, but you're not the sort of person that like looks up and goes, well, where's the best Vietnamese place that people are talking about? Because you don't care about things like no, that. No, here's the You've probably just been walking down a street and going, oh, Mel, that's one of those faux places. And, and <laughs> that, no. oh, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of things about faux, and then you just... And there's nobody in there because it's the shittest one on the street. And no, then you're drinking, oh, it's no good, this. No, no, no. Mel's a faux person. I'm sure she would have looked all that stuff up she's a big fan um she, she'd be all over it and i've tried them all up and downtown mate and i'm just saying <laughs> no you haven't i'm just saying that up and downtown what yeah what, what i will though i will though i will go hard into bat for for a barn me yeah terrific <laughs> so i'm just saying i'm not i'm not i'm not taking a shot across the bow at all vietnamese food so because the barn me i'm a big worry a not, big gigantic fan of Worry not, Vietnam. Chris has slammed your foe, but he's happy with your van. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So you can sleep easy tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, total, total disagree. I can't believe... Oh, I'm very glad to hear that you stuck up for foe that hard because I was... I uh, I felt like I'm going insane. I think you made it... I, I, I wasn't... I wasn't. I, I, I didn't know that people actually found it tasty because I went, this not, doesn't taste good. <laughs> but to hear you just so adamant that it does tells me that maybe I'm the one that's wrong. I think you've been to the wrong place. Because I've had bad fur. I half expected you to be like, you know what, Chris? Now that you mention it, you're right. We've all been eating this, saying it's good, and it's Got not truth good. Warrior. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was blind before, and I just needed you to open. Well, I up needed my eyes. someone to say it. Yeah. He finally said it. <laughs> like a fucking guru around. I'm saying what needs to be said. Um, well, he's saying what needs to be said. Have you been into? I've got. I've got I can do. Do we want to do a whole episode on things that need to be said? Because I've got a solid ten minutes on fun socks coming up for you. <laughs> I also like a fun sock. Yeah, you go, go. What? Are you... <laughs> um, have you been into a Coles recently? Um, are you? Are you? Yeah, are yes. you a total? So you do venture in from time to time, even yep. though you're a. Um, an eco warrior. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah, you yeah, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you are. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've got that, uh, like the person. Just for those playing at home with levels of smugness, I don't buy produce from Coles, just my cans. Produce from a little mum and pop operation. What, what cans? Uh, legumes, canned, can, you know, canned beans. Uh, you don't can, buy vegetables. Stuff like no, that. of course not. Yeah, cool. 
<laughs> Such a dickhead. Just those five smug bingo at home. Yeah, you can have that one. Um, um, yeah, they've got a, 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 they've created a new job. Yeah. of someone to stand next to the baskets and handing you a basket. Yeah, weird one, right? That doesn't need to be a job. Nope. And that has got to be the most demeaning thing on planet Earth. Yeah. Of someone to stand there and hand you a basket. Yep. Uh, what I don't need. That I can literally, I can bend down one inch further. Yeah, and that poor guy who's just looking at you, going, "I know this. This is bad. Yeah, I don't know what I did to get here <laughs> to be handing you a basket." <laughs> it feels, don't you feel like there's those jobs where it's like colonial, like a colonial British, like two hundred years ago, and it's like, "Hand me a basket," and it's like someone is there. <laughs> it's like we don't need this anymore. We're all capable of just picking up our own basket. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird one. The yeah. um. Do you feel extra bad because you are British and often that person is part of one of the colonies in which you conquered? Yeah, I, I do often feel superior. <laughs> <laughs> that might be part of it. I feel guilty about my own superiority. Uh, um, but maybe deep down I do want him to give me the basket. and uh, Maybe. <laughs> I'm yeah. annoyed at myself. Um, <clears throat> the basket one. I'd hope that they were just there because they actually have a regular job to do at the supermarket and, they just, and, they, and they'd already done it. So they're just like, well, maybe I'll be helpful somewhere else. But you're probably right. It's probably just a no, manager it's, saying, it's a new thing, isn't it? help well, the people, give us, them a basket. This makes us better than Woolworths. Yeah, right. Because we, we've got a guy that's welcoming you to the store. Well, you want my advice, Alex Mills, is get out of the... Quit the duopoly. Don't yeah. go to either. <laughs> what, where am I going to get my legumes from? What's that? Where am I going to get my legumes from? Yeah, I don't know. I've yet to work out where one purchases their legumes from either, but uh, I can get them dry from the fruit and fed shop, like the little mom and pop operation. But who's got time to soak and boil their own lentils? Not I, sir. Not I. They're missing a treat there, aren't they? Um, Did you want that? Did you want me to have my shot across about fun socks? Yeah, go on then. No, I don't want to do it. I just just think it's overrated as well. What, um, What fun socks? Yeah. With patterns and stuff. Yeah, crazy socks. Yeah. Hey, it's the crazy socks. I just, I just, I just, and I think, I think maybe I might be isolating, alienating members of our listenership. I don't think that's. But what I think, people, I don't think that's I what think, people are wearing and saying, "Hey, check out." No, that's what I think. I think, I think it's the last outlet. Like it's like the. Didn't you once call the mustache like a substitute for a personality? Yeah. Like I think it's like the last outlet for the ultra suppressed <laughs> man. That sounds like, it's a like dick, a dick everything about me is boring. So I've I'll have these socks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's just a it's a theory I'm working on. It's not. A, I'm not. I'm not ready to publish. I'm not ready for even peer review yet. Well, that was. Um that was just a, an, an unwarranted dig at me because I'm a man who, who wears a funky sock. But you don't need to. You're heaps of fun. I, I'm not saying I need to. No, I just think it's, <laughs> I think it's a call for help. I think you're saying like, I'm so oppressed. I'm so oppressed. This is my only outlet. But you don't need it. You wear, you wear little pineapples on your shirt on the weekend. It's just fun, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think it's like Facebook. I think when like Dad started getting involved in crazy socks, it was time to time to divest. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, look. Like I said, that's a working theory. I'm working on it. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working on my fun socks, right. my crazy socks theory. The thing I actually wanted to bring to your attention. This has become a ranty episode. This one. Yeah. Um. You know when you're away for a little bit, uh, and you sort of check out of the news, which is really nice, and then something will pop up and grab your attention, and then you'll you'll stew on it for a long time, um, before you check back in. Were you aware of the, the 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 Australian Prime Minister? He's out there. He's defending coal. He's being a good bloody. He's being a good good coal boy, a yeah. good little big coal boy. Yeah. And he's out there. He's out there with the people with his friggin' cap on, and he's talking like a dinky, true blue, bloody, you know, rough as guts Aussie. Yeah. And he says, "I believe in fair income power." 
Uh, I believe in fair income, coal power, and all I could think was is like the whole world is a sports bet ad now. <laughs> the whole world's a sports bet ad. It used to just be like, oh, don't you hate your fucking missus? Well, bet with sports bet. And now he's out there going, aren't renewables for faggots? That's the prime minister. The whole world's sports bet ad now. That's yeah, yeah. That that campaign slogan uh, wouldn't go down as well, would it? Aren't renewables for faggots? <laughs> He's selling it like it is. <laughs> we're one step away from that being a That's slogan. where we're at, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was happy though because I remember walking away from that. I was just like, I just can't believe this works. Thankfully, he's being panned for it, I think. This is the, the Scott, Scott Morrison, you know, as he, as he flies over the bus with his face on it in Queensland and is out there saying things that range from bogan to racist and everything in between. I think mostly he's getting shit for it and not like uh, not getting credit for being a true boo, dinky die. Yeah. Rough as a guts, bloody crocodile hunter Aussie. Um, and you know when they talk about like supporting the communities of like coal miners and go, oh, well, my dad was a coal miner and his dad was a granddad was a coal miner, and it's yep. just, we'll get a different job. <laughs> and I, I know it's like it's something that you've done your whole generation, and but it's we've changed. Yep. So just change now. Yeah. <laughs> change. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? Then Jamie's in a bad mood. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice little uh, works well. Said, but, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the argument back is that that's a kind of condescending thing to say to somebody. Is no, we don't really care. That's what you used to do. You should do. Something oh yeah, it's now. condescending. Yeah, <laughs> but isn't it taking place anyway? Aren't there more jobs in renewables now anyway? So yeah, yeah. Probably. I don't know. All I'm saying is I don't really see why anyone would vote. Yeah, whatever. Just fuck them. Fuck them all. Um, Not all of them. Those well, guys. While you're while you're on your um, your little political soapbox. Yeah. There is <clears throat> there's an election going on here at the moment. Victoria. Uh, yeah. Yep. And um, remember, remember last time there was the, the election was coming up and we, we poked fun at that political ad that then became, like, after we talked about it, became a meme. Yeah. Are you and talking about fake tradie? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, and it was the, um, I'm just a simple, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a simple no, tradie on a building site. There's a just, guy who's never worked a day in yeah. his life and he's got like a, you know, like a $200 or sorry, a $2,000 Rolex on yeah. and like a really shit high vis, you know, yeah. Whatever, uh, whatever vest that's clearly just been purchased, and he's trying really hard to just look like a bloke. He's got like a coffee mug in his hand, and he's straight down the barrel, and he's talking to people like, "Yeah, well, I'm just a knockabout bloody ch- chippy from way back. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a stupid redneck twat. Who never, never mind my know anything. Never mind my North Shore, Eastern suburbs of Sydney accent. <laughs> uh, yeah, fake trading. And it was fantastic. about investment profits, wasn't it? Basically, like, yep. trying to say that by like. Taxing uh, investment properties higher that you're affecting just the, the simple bloke who's on a building yeah, site and, yeah. not, and not rich people, um, and like that was that was for a national campaign. So the Victorian ones have literally got no money to, yeah. to do these. Yeah, they, they are like broke, the aren't they? Yeah, lowest budget big things are out of money. And um, me and Jamie were sat watching TV tonight, and we thought it was a parody when it first came on. <laughs> and so the. Awesome. The, op, the the liberal, and this is a, a funded by the Labour campaign against the liberal guy. Yeah. And the liberal guy is called Matthew Guy. Yeah. And they've played on that, that he's not a good guy. That's the... Th- oh, it was a sh- it was against Matthew Guy. Yeah, but they're using the, his name as Matthew a Matthew Guy, not a, a good guy. A, <laughs> really poor. But the music in the background is like, <laughs> they've gone right... Uh, we've got $15 on a sound effect to put in the background 
Uh, what would you like to choose? Go. It's like something from The Exorcist. Uh, like uh, last time he was in power, he cut TAFE. He cut police. That's he's not a good guy. And then, and then the noise in the background is like, like what, is he going to kill people? I thought he was just going to raise taxes. Is he going to go on a murderous hunt? Like Jamie just looked at me and was like, what, is, what was that for? And I said. That's the guy who's who's running for state. Like, he's he's apparently he's a serial killer. Um, <laughs> is what I learned from that. Matthew ad. Guy's in opposition as well. So the, the people that made that campaign, made that ad, are the ones in power. Yeah. So um, stunning. It wasn't him that cut. T- so he supported Dennis Naptine, who cut tape and yeah, had yep. the ambulance crisis and yep. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's not a good guy. Not a good guy. <laughs> Terrible advertising. There's so much good stuff to get after old guy for as well. Matthew Guy, not Don't a good guy, is a name. terrible, terrible ad. Don't use his name. Like, the reasonable people are sat there going, well, it's in the name. So, <laughs> I've put two and two together. Matthew Guy, not a good guy. Away, yeah, Daniel Andrews. Never trust a guy with two first names. That'll be the, the, the rebuttal ad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he? Well... Who's to say he's not a murderer? Do we know that? <laughs> Have we checked? It's um, mental. I'm going to... I thought we were done with that, though. Like, I thought, like, I, I understand they've got a low budget. All they've got is, like, to put images on a screen because probably the slot costs them so much money. Yep. And then they've not got much to do sound production and stuff. But what happened to, like, you know, like, Obama, Hope, and, like, let's spread positive messages about what we're going to do. Not just, like, seriously... Not this guy. This guy <laughs> is gonna fuck you. Up. Um, I just had I had Dave Liana down on the weekend. Um, big Dave, big Dave, and he fan of the pod. And he said, "That's how I decide who I vote for now. The first person I see a negative ad against, they can have my vote." You're like it's like if I want to punish the people putting negative ads out, so I'll be voting yeah. against the first negative ad I see. Problem with that though, that yeah. Dave's not thought about it. Is he only gets one vote. So yeah. What, what well, the other thing I said to him was that's really unscientific. Like, yeah, it's just the you're first gonna, one. You're going to see loads of negative ads. At least like accumulate them and like work out roughly like <laughs> well, like, it, it was six to four, so I'm going to go with the ones that put out four negative yeah. ads. But your mum's um, just making him dinner, and he just right, right that's it. I'm off to vote. <laughs> I'll heat it up later. <laughs> Uh, I knew I should have switched the telly off (laughs) He's going to vote for the Greens For Christ's sake (laughs) Uh, There's no negative ads about the Greens Are there? It's like Uh, I I know partly partly because they're like They're very rarely a threat for one of the top positions I think maybe the Anyway, whatever But what can you say about them, really? Yeah, like, I mean, like they're probably not going to manage finances well and stuff like that. But like, yeah, raise taxes. Yeah, but yeah. they can't say, oh, they're. Gonna I don't f- personally believe those things, but that's what you would say. They're going right? to fucking recycle more. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> don't don't let them anywhere near those pets because they'll look after them in better conditions. Um, if they ever, but it'll be they'll figure out a way. Yeah, oh, hugging koalas is for faggots. That'll be the ad. <laughs> Something will come up. Yeah, know? yeah. True no. blue ding. Anyway, look, can I, can I, I feel like I've been too high energy and too negative this episode. Yeah. I didn't even mean my shot about you and your crazy socks. You know what? The whole point of this podcast was like what you like. Yeah. That wasn't really in the tone. So I just want to, I just want to lower, I want to lower the, unless you're done, not done ranting. No. Permission you can to lower the tone. Granted, then yeah. I, want, I just want to, I want to get us back to more regular, you've got Optus Sport, I've got Optus Sport. Now, if you live outside of Australia, 
Um, firstly, if you live outside Australia, Liberal Party means a completely different thing to what it does to you. But it doesn't matter. If you've got, if you, Optus Sport is how we watch the English Premier League, right? Yeah. Um, have you seen those ads where it's like, here's, here's a 30-second profile of an ultra fan? You familiar with those? Yeah. What about like, here's the Liverpool barber, <laughs> yeah. here's the, uh, the the Brisbane Manchester United fan, and basically it's just it's just like a little profile of a guy who's so in love with Liverpool that his entire shop is you know Liverpool signage, Liverpool chair, a million Liverpool posters on the wall. He's always got a shirt on. He's and, he, and then he he talks really passionately about the club, and then they interview with his family, and they talk really passionately about their father or their their husband or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've seen maybe like five or six of these, and there's a you know, like I said, Liverpool one, a Manchester United one, and it's really, 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 really over the top, like tattoos. The Manchester United guy <laughs> took his top off, he had like a big body, like a really. Anyway, whatever. Maybe you listen. But MUFC in massive, obnoxious letters across his back. It looked terrible, right? <laughs> yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It's like a Bobby Moore, not a Bobby Moore, um, Bobby Charlton tattoo on his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know what happened. I I suspect what happened was when these ads were commissioned, they were sat around and they said, let's make a profile of some massive football fans fans in Australia. Like, I think that'll be such an interesting thing. Like, people, you know, this will be so interesting. Yeah. You, you can and see if you're, these, if you're not that into Premier League and you just happen to be going, well, these people really care about it, so there must be something in, yeah, in it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it sounds like I've got you on board because all I think when I see those ads are, this means nothing and I should watch never watch football again. <laughs> like, what a, what a pointless thing to give your life to. Yeah. Why am I even watching it at all? Do you get, is that what you pick up from those ads? I just, I, I like feel... I get, I get, like, actually frightened. Like, why am I wasting... They're wasting their lives. I probably am too. I always feel... With that, like, I have to have MUFC on the, as big as possible. So it, literally everyone can see it. It's not about you saying, oh, I really love this club. It's, I love this more than anybody else. Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm, I've, if I'm going to do something, I have to beat everybody else at it as mm. well. So I have to be the most, the most Man United out of everyone. Yep. Um, it's just, yeah. But it's funny because... It is weird. It's weird to me because because um, he said he went to one game and you used to live there. So yeah, I went to one game when I was eleven. Yeah, yeah, but it's also like you get these fans around the world who are like, "Oh, I'm t- going crazy to be a United fan." But then the it's almost the opposite once you're at Manchester United. The the real hardcore fans who are like they're almost anti wearing the shirts and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, um, yeah, and. and it's almost like they they got to the opposite end of the extreme of that guy. Yeah. So if he went, he's like, you know, I'm one of the biggest United fans. Like, what, what are you doing? Um, you covered head to toe in all that shit. Yeah, exactly. You covered head to toe. You look like such a plastic. The other thing is, though, is the club don't give two tosses, two shits about you no. either. Um, <laughs> one bit, no. That's what makes... So I once had a friend make quite a snobby comment once about like a particular family who'd given like their entire life to their football club. But not. I'm not talking Manchester United. I'm talking about... They're East Q, you know, like they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. whatever club. It wasn't East Q, it was something in Townsville, but the point being their actual local club. And he said, that, he said that felt like a massive waste of time, is what my friend was saying. And I've got to disagree because it feels like at least you're connected. You're yeah. there. You're playing or you're serving on the committee and all of those things. Whereas Man United don't mean, like, he means this, this guy means nothing to them. No. That Liverpool, Liverpool will never think about this hairdresser in, in Sydney. <laughs> little Turkish you know? guy. But mostly, what, the most thing that blew me away was that um, just, it just actually made me look at it and go, they're wasting their life. I've got to turn off this football. 
Because I'm no different to them. I don't understand how you've made the connection to turning off the football. Well, what I mean is, is that because like, can't you just enjoy the football and as a spectacle without giving your no, life it, to it, it? It gave me a zoom out. Like it gave me a zoom out to look at it and go, what they're doing is silly. And then if if that's silly, then surely me enjoying it in any in any in any level is silly. No, I don't think so. It's entertainment at the end of the day, and football is a spectacle. Yep. And you can sit and enjoy that spectacle. Like you can sit down and watch a film. Yep. Um, doesn't mean you have to be fanatical about it. Fair. Yep. All right. And it's yeah, it's good to follow a team. I like to follow a team. Yep. Excellent. Very good. I was just looking at my notes here. Fun socks. Already. Um, already nailed those. What have you got, well, mate? Mate, I um, I wanted to bring up bring up some pressing pressing concerns that I've got and just uh, see if you've got a few of your own. Yeah. Um, and uh, so basically, turning turning thirty, which we did a while ago. Yes, we were now approaching thirty-one. You'll be thirty-one soon, won't you? Very You're shortly. Thirty-one in six weeks. December. Yep. Uh, officially into the thirties, and I know people go. You start moaning about, oh, I'm thirty now, and now I feel older. Yep. Uh, and then like, wait, wait, wait till you get to 50 like there's you know yep. there's always someone in there yeah yeah wait till you get to 79 i <laughs> 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 have to be helped to, to the toilet yeah well we're not quite there yet but <laughs> but uh you start to notice things yep that you feel like i'm i am slipping towards being an older person yep one of them is you only just found out what flossing was the dance <laughs> no I've not flossed. Have you flossed? No. I also Have you was, tried to floss? I was really late. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, until. That was very much like if you like hang around school children, though, you'd know what it was. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I derailed you. What was your thing? Um, so a, a whole like a whole new type of sleeping where you're on the couch uh, yep. and it gets to nine o'clock. Yeah. And you go, I really want to watch this documentary. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna, oh, I feel a little bit tired. Next thing you know, it's midnight, and it's just like f- three hours of just blacked. Yep. <laughs> did I, Jamie? Did I just die for three hours? <laughs> because I've, I, it felt like two two minutes, and and then if 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 it's the other person, if it's Jamie that's fallen asleep, she's just like mouth wide open, like just dead on the couch. Like, oh, oh. like what is this sleeping that we're doing now? Like all of a sudden, your body shuts down. Like when you were like between eighteen and twenty one. Yeah. It was like, oh, fucking it's one o'clock in the morning. I've got to force myself to go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I could watch another three episodes of Breaking Bad and yep. get up at six o'clock in the morning. But now, now I better force myself. Yeah. yeah. It gets to nine o'clock. I actually really want to watch this. Uh, I'll, I'll try and stay away. I'll try and stay away. The dead. Dead. <laughs> you, you, you really hit that. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't yet to catch Mel like you just said with like, you know, just like, like dead on the couch, mouth open. But you really hit the nail on the head with the, with the and it's a couple of weeks ago you said, is there, what simpler pleasure, simpler pleasure in life than um, nine o'clock bed on a Monday night? 8.30 even. <laughs> yeah. I bloody love it. I was legitimately upset we, got to, we, we had to record this podcast because I wanted to go to bed at seven. <laughs> I love it. It was, um, it was a Saturday night not long ago and United were playing at 11.30 on a Saturday night. So yep. that's Saturday night. Yep. You should be able to stay up on a Saturday Easy. night. Easy, yeah. Uh, fell asleep about five minutes into the game. <laughs> this is how long I was asleep for. United kicked off at 11.30 Finished at 1.30. The next round of fixtures kicked off at 2 in the morning. <laughs> I caught the last 10 minutes 
Of like Leic- three fifty, you wake up of yeah. Leicester City seeing out a nil nil with Southampton. <laughs> I was like, "What is this that I've become now?" I missed the United game, and I'm watching this shit ten minutes, and I really just want to go straight to sleep. Um, other thing is, do you ever do this? Like, uh, from time to time, you like dip back into music. Yeah, and you'll say, oh, "I'm going to get back into music." Yep, these albums I've heard are good. I'm going to try and listen to these. Yep, and then you listen to two songs and you go, "Fuck this!" I'm going back to music from 2004. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or podcasts. Yeah, yeah or podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I go, "Well, I tried that new album, but the music from my era was better," which is what everybody <laughs> thinks, isn't it? So I'll just go back to that. Um, I don't know, Mystery Jets album or something, uh, and then you put that on. Um, Every now and again, I had I had a phase. I don't know if you had a similar phase of like uh, emo-y sort of pop punky music when you're a teenager. Emo-y pop maybe punky, maybe like like, uh, like, um, like like Killers. No, no, like Fallout Boy. Okay, Blink One Eight Two, like that yep. sort of that sort of music. Yep. And I used to be able to every now and again go. I had a, I had a phase of that. I yep. can check back in. Newfound Glory. Listen to some of those albums uh, and really enjoy it. But all the things that like the lyrics are about, just like I can't get on board with this anymore. The stakes, <laughs> the stakes aren't high enough for for my life. What are when the lyrics? Did, so like I, I, this started to happen about like twenty six, but na- literally cannot check back in now. So like you know, because um, they're quite nerdy, aren't they? And it's about like teenage boys and stuff like that, and uh, you know how girls don't respect them and all that yep. sort of thing. I just feel like going. None you're of this matters. Is you're that what gonna you're gonna be fine. Yeah, like, you're probably gonna be quite well off if yeah. you're like sensitive and intelligent, and you'll probably be yep. a coder. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have a lovely wife. You can play guitar in your yeah. spare time. You'll find your little niche, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. I just think, but at the time, it so felt... was Fallout Boy quite angsty, was it? Were they yeah. a bit like, uh, I'm worried about people don't like me? Is yeah. that what they sing about? Massively so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and girls not fancying them and all that sort of stuff, and. Bullies at school. They did a cracking uh, beat it cover. I don't really know much about Fallout Boy. I think I, one I, of them married like the first few Fallout Boy albums. Yeah, I think they went a lot more poppy later on. Yep. Um, but yeah, like this. These. Th- I'll tell you what's important to me: compound interest. Like that's what. I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm. I'm looking at. You know, that's what I'm thinking about now. This. You're all. all this is going to be fine. Yeah. Like. And just stuff about mom and dad. Like, I'm sick of mom and dad not understanding. Like, literally, you're going to leave home in three years <laughs> and, then, and you yeah. won't think about you'll, them again for 10 years. You'll actually years. have a great relationship with them. <laughs> you'll really, you'll yeah. love chatting to them because yeah. you only speak to them once every four It'll go from mom and dad not understanding me to, uh, mom, have you tried this rosé? It goes, ex- <laughs> goes exquisite with the camembert. Absolutely exquisite partnership. <laughs> you're right, Alex. That is something. <laughs> Doesn't make for quite the same angsty music, does it? <laughs> mum and me and my mum and dad just start enjoying a wine pairing. Um, so that's changed. Yeah, excellent. So falling asleep a lot. That's changed. Yep. Uh, and then my other thing that's changed: falling asleep music and as um, though. So you're a similar size to me. Yep. Uh, you might find yourself in the clothes ratio between a medium and a large with exactly a t-shirt range. Yep. Um, when I was uh, nineteen yep. onwards, strictly medium. Yep. Even if it's quite tight fitting, yep. I can get away with this quite like tight fitting little t-shirt. Yep. Um, 
that started to ebb away. Go, oh, maybe I need a large in this one. Maybe I need now strictly large. Yeah, you need the le- you, and, you need the wiggle room. Yeah, yeah. You can't get away with a medium after a big meal. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I know I know exactly what you mean, and I feel like my I don't really I don't I was I wasn't fit then. It's not like I was in great shape then. <laughs> And I'm not in great. I'm not in worse. I'm not in terribly worse shape now. No, it's just like you just become wider or something, <laughs> or less confident or something. I think I don't know what it is, but it's just, yeah. it's just that I, I, I don't know when it happened, but I've banished mediums to existence. Yeah, same. They're uh, gone because it reminded me when I put this. Uh, we were going to play futsal after this, and I yep. put this futsal, and this was we we first played for this team like five years ago, and that was when mediums were fine. I just wear a nice little tight football top. <laughs> <laughs> now, large or nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're, so we're getting old. I'm with but you, also, mate. You like, did, I also look at clothes and go, that looks comfortable. Yeah. Like, I never used to think, what's comfortable? I yep. used to think, is it cool? Will people think I'm cool if I wear that? <laughs> I go, that is it. That, look at the, feel the lining on that, Jamie. That'll keep you warm through the winter. <laughs> Mate, uh, we need to rush out of here. We've got an appointment. So tell me, have you been watching or listening to anything new this week? An appointment sounds official. Um, we do have an appointment. Well, we're playing futsal. You just said it already. Um, I've got uh, quite an interesting little podcast for you that you might uh, that we dip into from time to time, which is the uh, Adam Buxton podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's done a, uh, a new podcast with Simon Pegg. Yep. Now, if you if you weren't familiar with Adam Buxton or Simon Pegg, uh, then it it would come across as quite a, just a generic interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what's really interesting about it is if you if you're a fan of the podcast and you listen to it from start to finish, Adam Buxton talks quite in detail about his life, uh, where he's gone. So he was part of a comedy duo mm-hmm. towards the end of the night. Adam and Joe. Mm-hmm. When they were at school, they knew Louis Theroux. Oh, right. So they were friends with Louis Theroux. Yep. When they were younger, they were also friends with Simon Pegg, who went on to do, like, Shaun of the Dead, yep. Hot Fuzz, all yep. those films. He's a big Hollywood actor. Yep. Um, and his partner, Joe, th- has now gone on to direct movies. Yep. So he's now a movie director. He lives in Hollywood. And basically, he's just been totally left behind <laughs> by yeah. all this. Yep. And he does a podcast. Yep. Right? <laughs> and he's, got, he's had, like, a few little... TV shows like he had this TV show called Bug, which was great, and I, I think he's hilarious. Yeah, but he's obviously just I was friends with this group of people. <laughs> um, anyway, he's doing this podcast with with Simon Pegg, and Simon Pegg just has uh, celebrity anecdote after celebrity anecdote <laughs> of just, but he's not rubbing it in or anything. But if you've if you'd have listened to the series as a whole and you know like the struggles that Adam Buxton has gone through, because he talks about it quite openly, like. Um, in the past, you know, like I've not been as successful, and and he talks honestly about how that is difficult for him, and you know when he meets up with Joe specifically, and Joe's got all these showbiz stories about. Oh yeah. well, we were in a meeting with us, and Joe winds him up with this story about uh, where he's in a meeting with Steven Spielberg and uh, someone else, and he just will never tell him the end of the story because <laughs> he's just like, well, you weren't in the room, and it's like it's something that's just like played on. And um, anyway, when Simon Pegg comes on. Uh, they start to talk about that story. Go, oh, yeah, I was in the room. Simon, and Simon Pegg was in the room and knows the story. He goes, but Joe won't let me tell you the ending of it. Um, but it's quite, a, it's quite just like an interesting, like little melancholy sort of, imagine being that guy of, uh, and if, I'm sure he's had like success in his life. He's got like a nice wife and everything. But it's just an interesting like conversation to listen to start to finish and just think, 
imagine being the Adam Buxton who yeah. just got like left behind and they're out producing films and yep. yeah. So it's quite. A, I would listen to that in full if I was you, Chris Lagana. Uh, so that's the Adam Buxton episode with Simon Pegg. Excellent, terrific recommendation. Um, great work, mate. All right, I'm letting you know I'm catching up on yours. About uh, nine months ago, you recommended Get Me Roger Stone. Yeah. And I'm proud to say I'm three quarters of the way through it. Yeah, so, uh, I yeah. do feel a bit of pressure with the uh, with the recommendations sometimes because uh, it generally is just what I've listened to that week or watched. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, it's, um, sometimes it's good and sometimes it was, yeah, it was fine for the time. And then someone will... S- email me going a year later going oh watch that thing that you just like said about oh yeah um but uh the one that people keep coming back to is caliphate have you listened to that yet no i uh, actually and a podcast is something i'm looking for so i really gotta yeah yeah so i had another email about that this week so check that one out mate all right so caliphate will do that was a that was a retro recommendation excellent great to hear we should retro retro recommendation sounds great um, all right, mate. That's off about to, all we had. Off to play some futsal. Yep. Off we off we go. How many goals are you gonna score, Chris? I reckon I'm on for going to score some two. <laughs> two goals. Two two goals. <laughs> He's confident with two. Two goals. <laughs> I'm gonna see you two, and I'm gonna raise you three. Three goals I'm from Alex Mills. Three two goals, goals from Chris Lagana. <laughs> um, yep, that sounds great. Uh, what have we got? T-shirts, Facebook, email, it's all in the episode description. Um, that's about it. We'll probably get in touch with our little competition winner. Write us a good email. Write us something bloody terrific and we'll send you out a shirt. Yeah, do that. All right. Thanks very much, listeners. Alex and I will see you next week. Thank you.